Welcome to the Speaking of Phenomenal podcast. I'm your host, Amy Boyle, internationally published photographer and entrepreneur. For the last two years, I've shined a light on weekly stories through the 52 Phenomenal Women Project, a social platform and community celebrating women for what makes them phenomenal right now. Spoiler alert, we don't raise our hands often enough to celebrate our unique qualities that make us all who we are. Yes, you guessed it, phenomenal. What I know for sure is sharing of our empowering stories must continue, and that is why I created the Speaking of Phenomenal podcast. Sharing the mic weekly with phenomenal women all over the world while we embrace what right now makes each of us phenomenal and therefore uplifting each other when we need it the most. Thank you for joining our community. I'm so glad you're here. Speaking of phenomenal, you know who is? You are. Welcome to the Speaking of Phenomenal podcast, Alexia. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Amy. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you. We met as brand ambassadors for Oh! The Oprah Magazine. And gosh, I don't know what um, lucky stars I was able to have to have you as my roommate for the 2019 Oprah Favorite Things reveal. But from that moment... I have been immediately drawn to your positivity, your energy, and I think you may be one of those rare few people that just speaks their dreams into fruition, and then everybody's on board too, and you're also thinking, I have dreams, I can make them happen, Alexia's doing it, so please introduce yourself to our wonderful audience. Thank you, Amy. Well, first of all, I think the Lucky Star aligned for both of us because you are a phenomenal woman and I was so lucky to be your, le- your roomie. Um, and it was so great to be in New York. It's been actually exactly one year that we've met. So this whole year, we've done both of us so many different things. Um, well, my name is Alexia. For everybody that don't know me, I'm actually a chef restaurateur. Uh, what I do online is I do cooking shows as well as uh, advise restaurants how to be more profitable. And offline, what I do uh, right now, I just became partner of a cafe bistro and I'm almost about to open my own place after many, many years uh, that I had years ago. Oh, that is so incredible. I know just last year we were talking about all the different things that were on the horizon, things you were looking forward to doing. And this is probably the craziest year that any of us will have seen and hopefully ever get to see. And yet, look at all the great things that you've laid out for yourself. I know from your background, you went to the culinary school here in the States, mm-hmm. but tell us like why you chose it, how you got here, that sort of thing. So I grew up in Greece, uh, and when I was in Greece, uh, I, will, I used to love to cook, and my uh, aunt had a restaurant in Greece. So when I was eight years old, I actually started cooking in her restaurant. I never thought about it as a career. So when I came to the U.S., I, actually, I was only 17. I had just graduated high school, and I said I was going to be a physical therapist. And when I went to SUNY at Stony Brook in Long Island, I realized that's not what I want to do. And somehow somebody did mention that you could be a chef. And I said, you know what? In Greece, that doesn't exist yet to have a career as a chef, but I want to do this. And that's when I went to the CIA in Hyde Park. And I loved it. I excelled. I was a group leader. I got scholarships. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, and then uh, at that moment, and since I was young, I always wanted to have a business. So when I went to culinary school, I said, I know the business is going to be a restaurant. So from then on, I said, what steps do I need to take so for me to open a restaurant? I graduated as a chef. 
uh, I held the position of a chef. And at the same time, I moved to FIU uh, in Florida so I could learn how to run the restaurant, the hospitality side of the business, uh, the business side of the business anyways, of the restaurants. Um, and then I moved back to Greece and I actually opened my first restaurant. I was 25 to 26, around that age. And then I opened four more because then the dream became I would need to have franchises. But somewhere along the trip of opening the four, I realized that I'm not equipped to uh, manage multiple locations. So I said, okay, uh, let's sell the percent. Let's go back to the U.S. and let me work with a corporate company that has franchises and let me learn the systems. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, I got um, with Burger King, which is down in Florida. The corporate is here. And actually, I was able to run 20 restaurants successfully and profitably, which eventually promoted me to be the director of training for the 50 restaurants that they had. So at that point, I said, OK, I'm ready. And what I did, I had a friend of mine that he had three restaurants and he said he wanted to make it 50, let's partner up together. And that's what we did. But somewhere with COVID, he decided not to proceed. And I stopped working with the company and now I'm on the mission to do it by myself. Like I was mentioning last year, I already knew that this was coming and maybe COVID had to happen for me to let go and say, okay, it's my turn. Let me do this by myself. Just incredible to to know that where you wanted to go, but also know what you didn't know. So by going to the best and the as far as how to have multiple locations. And then, like you said, train the trainer. I mean, the, these kind of things, I remember listening to your podcast with Lena Levinsky. And I think you said you had to, mm -hmm. you know, you had to go learn everything so that you could get yourself out of the equation. I don't think enough people think of that. They, as a creative myself, you feel like maybe you have to hold on really, really tightly. And it's when you if you set the right ground beneath you, you can let go and it could go beyond you. And so that you can see things you've never seen before. So I'm so happy for you. That's wonderful. You're saying something so important right now, because I'm actually trying to let go in general in life, in business. Actually, I found that I was the most successful when I did let go, because as an employee as well, if you let me go to do my thing, I would do the best possible. I wasn't slacking. I was like, okay, now I have the freedom. And that's what Burger King did for me. They gave me the freedom to go and bring the results. They said, this is what we need. And I will go and get it. And they were not uh, in my way to micromanage me. Uh, so the moment that I was bringing back the results, all they had to do was like, wow, can you tell us what you did so we could share it with the team? Uh, so by them letting me go to do my thing, I was able to be very successful. And I was doing exactly the same thing with my team. They were free to make their own decisions. They were free to make mistakes. But I was there to hold their hand and coach them on things that they didn't know. And I was there to be their cheerleader, to say, hey, you could do it. Let's figure this out. And I'm now trying to do the same thing in my life. I'm like, let go of life. Let go and it will take you there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. I think more of us that are saying yes to that are seeing things change a lot faster for ourselves. And it goes back to everything we started with, that when you do get out of the way, other things become so much clearer. And yay for the being the cheerleader for other people, because like the 52 Phenomenal Women Project did for women who were afraid to raise their hand and say, yes, I'm phenomenal today. And this is why um, when you stop and, and you tell somebody how awesome they are, 
then they stop and tell somebody else. And then becomes this big chain link of events where we're all in it together. And we go further because we stopped to tell somebody something that maybe they just didn't give themselves a chance to hear that today. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you a a small quote from Oprah. Uh, I went to, uh, in January, she came in Florida and I went to her event um, in an arena. And I started crying the first 10 minutes she started talking. And she said something that really hit to my core. And it goes back to letting go. But basically the meaning of the quote was, Stop being afraid of yourself and just let go of your power. You're the only one holding on your power. Just let go of your power. Don't apologize for your power. Just be you and allow yourself to be yourself. And I realized that was exactly what I was doing. I was holding myself back. Nobody was holding me back. Only me. And I started crying and I said, open up, let go, allow yourself to be 120%. You could be phenomenal And that doesn't mean that you will overshadow people because I didn't want to overshadow people. I didn't want to be the shining star. Instead, I'm going to light the path. I'm going to light them and they could be inspired as well. Exactly what you're saying. I saw her in Minneapolis for that same tour. And you just get goosebumps when you hear someone who's really, you know, walk the walk and talk to it. I mean, she's done it all, but yet she's still there to say something like, hey, you know, knock, knock, wake up. Here's something to listen to and hold on to. And it's not just your ears that are hearing it, it's your heart. And that's what hit, I think what hit you was like, oh, this particular, out of all the things that might've been said that day, that was the one that you needed to hear. And it just came in here and then it's blossomed and turned into the seed that has probably started a lot of other things that's been going on for you. (laughs) With this new bistro, Tell me what's the Bistro's Fair going to be like. So the Bistro is basically a European cafe. A friend of mine had it and he needed a little bit of help. And uh, he remembered me as a chef. And I said, okay, since then I've done a lot of things, but let me come and help you with the menu. So what we're doing is we're bringing a European flair. Uh, you know, in the United States, when you go for coffee at Starbucks, it's a to-go cup. You take it and you go. It's not an experience. But in Greece and in Europe in general, you go to have a cup of coffee with great service in a nice mug with beautiful china in a beautiful environment that is very inspiring. And then if you're hungry, you could also have some food. So this uh, is called Borsalino and it's in Miami. Uh, It's a beautiful location that you could come and get coffee. You could work from there. You could get brunch. You could get some food. And the food is surrounded in European uh, accents, such as French, Spanish, a little bit of Greek, of course, and and just more Italian, European. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I I love Miami and I can't wait to get back. <laughs> it just, it sounds ideal. I, I love the idea of making time to enjoy what you went out to go get. I mean, the coffee and then it's connection and bringing it back to when we were together last year, one of my favorite things was the last day we decided to have coffee together upstairs and look at the view of all of New exactly. York city <laughs> down at Lincoln center. And it was just one of those things that I put as one of my, Goals, which is ironic. Now, 2020 will be the year of in-person everything. Wrong. (laughs) And that's exactly it. If you remember when we went to have the coffee, there were uh, the people that felt strange that we just asked for coffee. And then we wanted something to munch on and there was nothing for us to grab, if you remember. 
Yeah. Exactly yeah. what we're doing. Yes. And now you're going to take care of it. And people in Miami <laughs> will be caffeinated and well-fed and loved. And they're going <laughs> to yes. have the best meetings ever. So they could take it to the next level themselves. It's all exactly. it's all coming together. That's fantastic. Well, thinking in general, um, so you've had a lot of different things that you've done, but kind of stayed growing in this path. Okay. What would you say has been your biggest obstacle? We'll be back after a quick break. Hey there, phenomenal listeners. I want to take a moment to talk to you about something very important, your feedback. We're always striving to make speaking a phenomenal the best it can be, and your thoughts play a huge role in that process. So whether you're nodding along in agreement or have some constructive criticism, we want to hear it all. Just head to the link in the show notes and let your voice be heard. And now back to this week's phenomenal episode. I'm going to go back uh, to to me. My biggest obstacle has been me. For some time, I thought it was because I'm a female or because I have an accent or uh, back in the day, I was overweight. So I was like, it's because I'm overweight. I was always giving an excuse why something didn't happen. And since last year, I've been doing a lot of uh, questioning to myself. Why did you allow this to happen or why has this happened to you? Because everything really happens because we choose it. So I will say that everything that I didn't do and everything that I have done is all because of me and what I believe that I could achieve. I have a, a sign on my desk that says, dream it, do it, because it is, it's up to us. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have the feedback from everybody else, but at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, the only person who can make these things happen is, is you. Yeah. Where do you find your strengths, though? That's very gutsy. It's very strong. I think my strength for a while, I thought that it was, I wanted to do this for my little brother. I wanted to do it for my parents. I wanted to do it for my significant other. I'm doing it for me, my future children. And then um, uh, what hit me, especially when my brother got married, I was like, my little brother doesn't need me. There's nothing that I could do for him. He, he's doing it by himself. He's not little anymore. He's little to me, but he's not little. I mean, we, he's already <laughs> six. Uh, but I think around the age of 34, I realized he doesn't need me. And I said, whatever I do, I really have to do for myself. But I could tell you that I still think about, for example, I will do things for my employees. I will do things for the customers. Um, so I think the strength will come, it still comes from pleasing others and taking care of others. But this year is the year again that I'm trying to figure out that, hey, you got to do things for yourself as well. And and because um, the other people might not be there at some point. So you have to look into yourself and see why are you doing this. And at the end of the day, I just like to do things that make me happy. If, if they make me happy, let's go for it. It's so easy to overlook just the simple things that give us joy every day. And it's those simple things that compounded make a huge difference, not only for ourselves, but for everyone we interact with. And I think that started also when I started working out like consistently the past two years that made me realize that when I work out, I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. I feel so good. I'm so happy. I'm motivated. So it's not really any reason behind anything I'm doing. It's just that within me, all this energy that comes from taking care of myself in the morning uh, is oozing out in the rest of my life. I, I've started within the last year, I'd gone um, to a Pilates studio that I just absolutely adore. And I feel the same way. So 
what is your workout routine? Um, do you work with a trainer? What things work the most for you? Back in the day, I used to do Taekwondo and I did belly dancing, a lot of martial arts as well. And I loved it. Uh, but the past two years, um, actually, since COVID, I haven't done it. But I did have a personal trainer, Sabrina. She's amazing. And I was so eager to go see her. I would feel so good after the workout that I said, Sabrina, I want to be here five o'clock in the morning. So our, our, our actually our sessions were five o'clock in the morning. And then I had enough time, about six hours, to work on Chef Alexia before I head into the restaurant. So it was really good and very productive uh, period of my life. Uh, with COVID, I stopped obviously having the private sessions. And now what I do is I just have an app on my phone and every day I will wake up. If I have the energy to do a 20-minute session, I'll do a 20-minute. If I'm not in the mood, they say you have to do a minimum of five, even if it's stretching, and uh, commit to do it every single day. So I've been doing that every single day, and I feel very good. And immediately after, I do a meditation. That's the perfect pairing because you woke up, all, all of you, and now you're waking up the rest of you. And they... And all it takes is just getting started, right? Yeah. And then, and then telling yourself, even if I don't want to, I'll thank myself later. Whether yeah. it's giving yourself gold stars or just you know what it feels like after you're done and how it changes everything else for the rest of your day. And I love the meditation right after the workout because you exhausted yourself and 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 your body is trying to center uh, automatically. So when you lay down and you put the, you know, the guided meditation or whatever meditation, immediately you're more focused than if you were just laying down and trying to do it. And then it sets the tone for the day and also gives you a little bit of space. So you didn't go from all that high energy into a list of to do's, um, yeah. which we all have. And that kind of can undo all the good that you just did. So you, you worked it out, worked out maybe frustrations or stress or change. And then you kind of go, okay, now I'm going to focus. And that focus is going to take me for the rest of the day. So that should be one of your next online classes. You can start doing that sort of thing too. Train us how to do all that. You know what I did actually? Uh, I asked uh, a person that is a hypnotherapist, I asked her to do a meditation for cooking because a lot of people struggle with cooking. They don't want to do it. So I said, could you please do a meditation where people go in the kitchen to put that meditation that it will tell them how great cooking is for them? Because most oh. people avoid to cook. And I'm like, no, but if you spend just seven minutes, because my focus online is seven minute meals. If you focus for seven minutes, you're going to have a phenomenal, <laughs> a fantastic uh, meal and uh, you're going to nourish yourself. So she put like a very small uh, meditation for people. <laughs> I haven't launched that yet, but I will. Soon. Oh, I love that. It, it's so, <laughs> you know, it's so true. We get in the way, whether it's maybe it's knife skills. And I know you teach that, or maybe yes. it's like, what food is good for me to energize me? How do we put things together? You just mentioned the seven minute um, recipes and that sort of thing. So let's start with that. And then we'll get into more. Wonderful. So online, I have a cooking school. It's called the One Week Chef uh, School. And actually, I just started putting my courses in a few other um, uh, websites. I have knife skills. A lot of people don't realize that knife skills is the basis before you even start cooking. Uh, knife skills will actually save you a lot of time. It's going to save you a lot of money because now you know how to utilize the ingredients better. And it's, it's going to make your food taste immediately better because you're cutting it more consistent. So everything's cooking at the same time. Uh, when I decided to do the school, I said I wanted to teach people how to cook. But I said, take a step back and teach them how to do knife skills because without knife skills, they're 
food is not going to come out good anyways. So that's what I did. Uh, and I'm working on the, um, how to cook in seven days. So in seven days, I could teach anybody how to cook without recipes. This is my proven method that I teach my own employees to go from a dishwasher to a cook. So immediately they raise their income. And this is what I also teach for people at home because I wish I knew that when I was 17 and I came, I, I was working at my aunt's restaurant, but I really knew how to do five dishes. I didn't know how to cook. And I figured that out when I was alone. So I think it's a great course for anybody who wants to learn how to cook. And that's on One Week Chef. And uh, the seven-minute meals that I do, I've also put out a cookbook. It's called Pure Food, Pure Mood. Uh, you can find it at the same website, oneweekchef.com. And in seven minutes of prep or cooking, either or, because some things need to cook a little bit more, but my goal was, can I get you in the kitchen for only seven minutes and you have a meal? You're going to have a meal that is low-carb, gluten-free, sugar-free, and grain-free. That's fantastic. <laughs> I think that hits on so many people's like dietary changes. Um, also, maybe because we are home more and maybe not moving as much, all the more reason to eat better things yes. for us so that it affects all of us. And like you said, good food, good mood. I mean, hello. Uh, that's, <laughs> it makes a major difference. If I reach for something that I shouldn't be eating, I'll feel it later. So by introducing it so that it becomes just part of everybody's everyday, that is, yeah, that they have the skills. That is fantastic. Do you have a favorite dish? I, if I have, actually, I'm going to tell you something. Even though I am a chef, I eat the same thing every day. If I like something, I stick to it. So for the past two years, I think I eat avocado toast without the bread uh, with an egg or smoked salmon or a salmon or shrimp. I'm, I'm mostly a vegetarian, so I choose to eat those things. Uh, so avocado, avocados must, basically. <laughs> So that would be my favorite dish, yeah. I have four sons and my 20-year-old. I think he must go through 10 avocados a week. <laughs> yes. he's, and he's also mostly a vegetarian, so he puts them in everything and he comes yes. up with things I never thought of. And I'm like, oh, if you sprinkle harissa on top, now it's a spicy avocado. Exactly. Now it's a, it's a smoky, <laughs> spicy avocado. And I'm like, exactly. I love it. Yeah, I've been putting them in my smoothies. I'm like, it's made a big difference. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. They are Actually, one of those superfoods. Now that you said spices, I just came out with a spice line and I did it exactly that because I wanted people were telling me I'm bored of eating the same salmon. So I'm like, okay, here's the barbecue with no sugar. Here is the Cajun. Here is the, the Greek one. So I, I created like seven different uh, tastes for people to get just a little bit more exciting when they're cooking. Because the number one question I get is, how do I put spices together? So I was like, I'll put some blends for you and then you guys could take it and, and create magic. Oh, wonderful. And where do we find that? That one I'm building the website is going to okay. be at Chef Alexia. I think that's also super important because I think years ago we decided, you know, how maybe it's me being a product of the 70s, but everything was like the taco seasoning in the package, you know, from McCormick. And I'm like, you know, there's got to be a way to make this. And finally, now I do just a combination of it's chili powder, cumin, uh, oregano, which surprised me. I'm like, yes, oh, it's yes. oregano and taco seasoning. And then I did and garlic. And all of a sudden, I'm like, this tastes better than the stuff that was in the package. Yes. And you can control the salt. So it's nice exactly. when uh, 
you have that. So and what um, I did is I focus exactly on that, uh, no salt, uh, but just the spices. Uh, you are a seasoned cook, so you are able to do that. And that's the beauty of it. Like, for example, I don't buy mixes. I make it myself as well while I'm cooking. But most people, they don't have the ability. And I do remember in my 20s, before I, I went to culinary school, I had no idea how to uh, pair uh, spices together. So it, it is helpful as long as the ones that you buy does not have sugar or extra salt inside. And it's Agreed. only spices. Well, then it's so much more complex. And I don't know, I often equate it when you have the right spice mix to like having fireworks going off in your mouth. And I'm like, that was good. Whatever yeah. that was. And it's not because it's of the heat necessarily. It's because it was so good that there's like this extra party going on. And you're like, where did that come from? And it's from the good combination of all the fabulous herbs and everything else. And you just we- heat it. I always tell people when you're tasting of people, they're like, oh, uh, taste it. Tell me if it's good. I say, you taste it and tell me if it's good for you. The moment that you feel exactly what you said, the fireworks in your mouth, which is basically your whole palate has been um, aroused from the different types of flavors. That's the perfect dish. Mm, So the fireworks you're creating, that's the perfect dish. I can't wait to see your (laughs) spice line go further. And oh, that is awesome. So in all this, I like to talk about how you're empowering other women in particular because of the the genre of this podcast. So I would like to know, I know you do mentoring and other things. Is is there some particular person who inspired you, perhaps a female chef or a mentor? And then how are you paying that forward? I don't have a female um, chef or mentor. I think the person that I looked up to is actually Oprah, like I mentioned before because she has been unapologetic. She's who she is, and it doesn't matter. Uh, Some people will say, oh, I'm this color, so I cannot do something, or I um, um, I was born there, Uh, or like I used to say, I have an accent, I'm fat, I'm this and that. At the end of the day, it's like who believes, you have to believe in yourself and be completely unapologetic, and she's proving that nothing can hold her back, and she could be exactly who she wants to be and for me that that is the biggest inspiration the way that I paid forward is actually like you mentioned I do mentor women in the restaurant business that's my major focus uh to to work with women take them uplift them show them show them everything that I know and particularly I'm very sensitive to women that are single mothers because those are the women that most often uh, I will find them hopeless and helpless. Uh, People wouldn't pay attention to them because they didn't think that they needed attention. Um, And and I love to go and find them and then let them know how great they are, allow them to speak their mind uh, and dig into their mind. And there's every every person is so intelligent. You just got to click the right thing on their mind and uh, allow them to do what they're great at. So if I will find a person that wasn't great, let's say in the restaurant, in the kitchen, I will say, okay, you have a great smile. Let's try outside. It wasn't like you are not good. Please leave. It was let's find the right position for you to make your sign whatever that position is. So the way I pay forward is just uh, that way. I just spend a lot of time coaching uh, women on how to uh, run better restaurants and therefore usually that uh, gives them a promotion, uh, a higher salary, uh, and therefore a better living. They're able to provide for their family and have just a better life. Maybe we're going after one thing and there's so many components in amongst like the restaurant world. 
I'm not the chef, but front of house is just as important as in the back and as everything else, you know? I, so I, I agree that in shining light on everyone's super skills that because sometimes they're so obvious, we don't see them. It's too close, right? Yeah. yeah. So it needs, it needs someone like yourself to say, Hey, guess what? There's so many more opportunities. There's this and this and this. And once you tell someone the thing they're really good at, they do, they raise the bar, right? They shine and they take it with them. And the most important thing is sometimes they don't know what they don't know. So you have to point out, hey, you don't know this. Where do you want to go is the first question. What do you want to do? And once they tell me where they want to go, I said, okay, I could get you there because I've been there. And I also showcase how I've been there. Um, I want to show them that I've been there. Like I will take uh, literal uh, pieces of papers, photographs, and so I'll be, I have been there. I have done it and I could help you do it. Do you want to be part of this? It's not going to be easy. I'm going to be hard on you because I expect excellence. But do you want to commit to this? And most of them will say yes, and most of them will, will move forward. And the ones I did, uh, I'm very proud of them. So who doesn't need that, that extra cheerleader, but also to that push? Because there is no magic pill that we can take or button that we push to all of a sudden, I want it, therefore I will be great tomorrow. I mean, it takes effort and falling down and getting up and asking questions and just showing up when your dog tired to know that four days from now, that's when you get your day off, that kind of thing. You only get there once you played into it too. When when I was 25 and I had my first restaurant, uh, I was looking for somebody like me and there was nobody there. And even though I was able to grow and go to, to open the other four, even there, I needed somebody and there was nobody there to help me. Nobody knew what would be the next step or or how to make me uh, figure it out. That's why I had to take controls into my hands and say, I have to go learn it from some, somebody else. Cause in Greece, there's nobody that I could like talk to that could help me uh, grow. Knowing that in yourself and saying, gosh, what an opportunity to say it doesn't exist. And now I'm going to make it exist. Not only yeah. for myself, because I need it, because it will, it will pave the way for so many other people and so many other women who go, this opportunity didn't exist before. But that doesn't mean people didn't want it. It just means they weren't as eager as you were to say, I know it's going to be hard, but I'm going to keep going until I, until we see how things can be better and different and I can learn. And I, I think you said also in the other interview I listened to, is like, and I just kept going, tugging at the shirt and like, hey, yeah, over here, me. I have a question. I want to yeah. learn this. How do I get there? I want to be you. Where, where, where does that yeah, happen? And I was like, you have to tell me, let's go. And they were like, yeah, wait a little bit. Or, or uh, like you said, because I was a woman in the kitchens, people were like, oh, I've never put a woman in the hat station. I said, chef, uh, uh, put me there. And I'll make you proud. And I was the first girl that he ever put. And then more girls were able to follow. But I didn't stop until he put me in the position. Excellent. <laughs> well, that's one of the many reasons why I just think you're just the cat's pajamas. Because I, I'm with you on that. I'm like, no, nope, not done. You're not done with me. So knock, knock, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you have to do it. Because uh, one note doesn't mean you should stop. It just means figure out a way to make it happen, which is very exciting. I like that part of life. Yes, I agree with you. Well, oh my gosh, I don't even have a clue. There's so many things I want to continue to ask you, but as our time is wrapping up, why don't we end with um, 
with what's phenomenal right now for you? I think we know that it might be this new opportunity. <laughs> Actually, um, it, one part is the new opportunity, but what is really phenomenal is that I'm realizing there's an extraordinary power that I have. Actually, admitting that I'm holding this power, I'm not releasing it because it's still not released, Amy. I'm still working on it. Uh, is the phenomenal would be once I allow myself to open up and 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 unleash this power, which is going to be beneficial for everybody, not just m- for myself. Because one thing is when you are being phenomenal with yourself, other people get inspired and they want uh, to do, like you said in your intro. They, they are inspired and they're like, if she could do it, I could do it. And I would love to be able to motivate everybody. But I think for us to motivate anybody, we do have to focus on being the best that we could be within ourselves without comparing to anybody else. That's just ideal. And one of the best places we could end this portion of our call, because I think I need to have you back because there's 20 <laughs> other things that I didn't get to ask you. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Well, let's follow through um, where everyone can find you online and share the love and learn more. And so tell us where they can find you. So you can find me at Chef Alexia on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. And also I have chefalexia.com and oneweekchef.com. Perfect. Well, I hope that people are taking advantage of this great time that we do have to be home right now and maybe learning some new skills because... Uh, what's the saying? You teach a man to fish and he never goes hungry, right? I uh, used to be my motto. <laughs> if I serve you one dish, you will never learn how to cook. So I need to teach you how to cook to be free forever. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you for that. And I know that I might have already downloaded a few of your recipes <laughs> and things that, especially the five sauces. I know there's a few that I was like, I didn't know that's so easy to make. I'm going to have to do that one more often. Yes. So wonderful. Thank you again for being on the show. And I can't wait to share your story, your journey with our listeners and to definitely follow up. Thank you. And good luck with the podcast. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Have a great day. Be sure to subscribe now as well as follow along at Speaking of Phenomenal on Instagram and 52phenomenalwomen.com. That's the number 52phenomenalwomen.com. See you soon.